Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, yes, he is. Fresh back from Croatia. We'll get to him in a moment. But if you're the 10th caller right now, you'll win yourself a $25 gift certificate to Sorgles. 412-922-1020. Eric Countryman, Davy Tree, Talking Trees in about 30 minutes. But it's time now for you to call and talk to Doug. 866 866- Three nine one ten twenty. So, Doug, pretty good time in Croatia, right? Yeah, you can say that again. Still a little, uh, little jet lag going on, but uh, feel pretty good. And uh, it was a wonderful trip. And I want to thank uh, Steve Rapaski and Denise Schreiber, Mrs. Know It All, for sitting in for me while I was gone. I haven't missed a show in a long time, so uh, I was able to call in that couple of Sundays ago. How about that signal, Rob? That was something else, huh? Yeah, that was. That was like you were right next door. So tell me about Croatia, the people, the culture, the landscape. Tell me about it. Well, if you're ready to travel, that would be. this would be a cool place to go because the people are friendly. Everyone speaks English. It's easy to get around. It's beautiful. You know, it looks like Italy. The food is phenomenal, and it's cheap. <laughs> I think in the next two years, three years, Croatia is going to explode because it was it was such a wonderful easy experience to to see the country and so uh, yeah it was just it was absolutely wonderful and saw lots of cool garden stuff too uh, so we had a lot of fun and speaking of traveling i only have seven seats left for my costa rica trip in february because it's so inexpensive to go to costa rica it's half the price of traveling to europe uh, it's going crazy i can only take reservations for about two more weeks and then we'll be done with uh with uh, setting up Costa Rica, we're going to the cloud forest. We're taking cruises around lakes. We're going to see uh, a refuge, you know. Uh, and there's even a, a, for the brave of heart, a zip line. I will not be on the zip line. <laughs> I hate heights. There's a kayak excursion. You can see me down on the water. Uh, I did a webinar showing all the stops for Costa Rica and all the complete details. They're at dougoster.com. Check it out. If the trip's right for you. Sign up quick because we're almost done. But today uh, is one of my favorite days because I can help you shop. I love helping people shop. I'm going to be at Han Nursery today in Ross from 12 to 3, talking gardening. I answer questions, but, uh, yeah, taking you through. There are deals galore. I mean, there's just so many great deals. If you ever wanted to grow roses, they're almost giving them away, along with lots of other bargains. Uh I, I, I want to help you find the right plant for the right place at the right price. You know me. Uh, <laughs> I'm as cheap as they get. And so I've, I've been poking around the nursery since I got back to see all the deals. And uh, we're going to have so much fun today. Uh, 12 to 3 today at Han Nursery. Come see me. As I said, it's going to be a, a great experience. 
And uh, when I did just you know get back from Croatia, the garden had exploded. Uh, you know, what a season with all this rain, and I'm still playing catch-up in, in the vegetable garden, and i got to cut the grass and I've got to get the weeds out of there. And more importantly, keep planting. You know, I've got some uh, – still have some beds open from when I harvested my garlic. I don't know if I've got time to put in uh, bush beans. I might try some bush beans, but definitely some beets and Swiss chard, things that don't mind the hot weather as soon as we get – a little break in the weather, below 90, I'll start putting more greens in, uh, lettuce and arugula and things like that. And then as we get a little bit later into the season, if I get a cool spell, it'll be you know back to some of the cool weather crops. So we can continue this harvest all the way into the fall. Our seasons have been so long that you know I've, I've been harvesting you know certainly all the way to Christmas with cool weather crops. And so I'm looking at that, looking at extending that. Um, but the wonderful thing about coming back was seeing all the lilies in bloom. I've, I have an obsession with lilies, and again, this is the time of the year I'm buying them uh, at the nursery. Even daylilies I saw yesterday, since they're not blooming, they're hard to sell. And so daylilies and the other uh, other types of lilies, uh, the super fragrant ones. When they don't have flowers on them, they're hard to sell, and you can get them in a one-gallon pot pretty cheap, uh, along with other perennials. I'm going to uh, start adding perennials here, again, as soon as we get a little bit of a break in the weather, uh, because right now nurseries are moving what perennials are left in there out, as in the fall they'll be getting new new varieties uh, for, for fall planting. And the same is true uh, for trees um, and, and shrubs. I saw... Uh, yesterday at Han, at lilacs half price. I need to add a lilac to the garden. My wife loves lilacs. I've got one called a bloomerang, and it's it was bred to. Uh, it's a lilac that's bred to bloom more than one time. So it blooms three or four times during the season. But it does not have. It's it smells nice, but it doesn't have that intense fragrance that that one trick pony lilac has. And I want to find a cool looking one not just standard purple, but something cool. And so I might be picking that up today for myself before you get there. Uh, and, uh, of course, summer garden maintenance. And I'm way behind because uh, that, that was a long trip to Croatia, like 12 days. That's the longest I've been gone for a long time. And this type of the season to be gone with all that rain we had back here, uh, I, I've got to get my summer garden maintenance down. Certainly weeding. Uh, I hate weeding, but it's part, part of the thing. <laughs> Uh, I did a little bit of watering on containers, but fertilizing is going to be one of my first jobs today. And uh, you heard the ad earlier in the show for Dramatic. Uh, uh, Dramatic fertilizer is what I'm using. I always say no one's paying me to say that. Uh, You know, I I, I buy it like you buy it. You know, I buy it from Han Nursery, actually. And especially for containers, and especially with the season we're having, hot and wet, Adding that fertilizer to those containers just, just makes them go crazy. And right before I left for Croatia, I fertilized, and that's why everything's looking so good, and I'm going to do it again today. Maybe a little bit of watering on containers. Uh, I haven't been out yet to check if we got rain last night, but we do have rain coming possibly today, maybe a thunderstorm, and maybe, maybe later in the week, always watching the weather uh, to see what I can do in the garden. And uh, it's just... <laughs> Rob, it's good to be back. Good to be back in the garden and and 
just in, enjoy some some quiet time. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you want to talk to Doug right now. Get those gardening questions lined up. We have some lines available, but they will not remain that way very long. And then Eric Countryman, Davy Trees, Talking Trees in about 15 minutes. So call now, early and often, for Doug, 866-391-1020. Here's Carol up first for Doug Oster, the organic gardener, KDKA. Good morning, Carol. Hi, Doug. I enjoy your program very much. Uh, What I'm asking is um, my husband sprayed weed killer around his wisteria, and uh, about four feet down below it is a blueberry bush. It didn't kill those weeds or grass around it. But when the rains came, the runoff came down and did kill the weeds and stuff around the blueberry bush. Can we ever use the blueberries? No, I wouldn't, you know. uh, Not ever? uh, Next next year. Oh, okay. uh, But... but but I would not do that this year. No, you know, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up, Carol, because there are some organic weed killers that are more selective uh, that you could find at a nursery so that you could, you could deal with the weeds and not have to worry about your food crops. And okay. so they use oh, vinegars and clove oils and sometimes fatty acids, depending on what kind of weed you're trying to deal with, uh, especially around something you're going to eat. It, it's very important uh, to, to choose something that 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 won't affect a, a crop like that, and okay, so next year you got to educate that you got to educate that husband to use something a little safer for you, so you can eat those blueberries. And of course, you know we don't want the birds to get those blueberries either. Now, no, so, we have it covered. All right, but, but we can use them next year. Yeah, next year you should be okay. That should uh, fade away. All right. I thank you so very much. All right. Thank you. So a little sluggish from that jet lag. I can kind of hear it in your voice. Uh, how was it when you first touched down back in the Berg, Doug? You know, the thing is, I feel good. It's just my voice <laughs> in the morning is uh, on Croatia you know, time. Yeah, it's definitely on Croatia time. But, oh, just wonderful. Uh, you know, Croatia to Frankfurt to D.C. to Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's, that's a what long about, day. What about the food in Croatia? Phenomenal food. I mean, it's certainly lots of seafood, um, and and many times uh, prepared simply, uh, just grilled. Uh, you know, for some people you might not get into this, but I really love uh, squid, and so to have like a whole squid put onto a grill and and served was because it was so fresh. Uh, you know, that's the thing about 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 Europe, about Croatia and Italy and all these other countries. Freshness is everything, and when you're coming from the sea and you're eating it that day, it, it's it's amazing. The other thing that they're really into uh, are, are lamb dishes in Croatia, and so yeah, it was just it was just absolutely wonderful. And then you know, funny, my last day there, I was up real early, and somebody else that was on the trip uh, was with me, and I said I saw her walk out, and then she walked back in. We had about 20 minutes before the bus was coming to take us to the airport. And I said, well, how come you're not going for a walk? And she's like, well, sometimes I get turned around. And I said, well, come on, I'll take you. I know where we're at. We'll just, let's go out. And we had a, a, just this, uh, you know, the, that last 15 or 20 minutes uh, to explore. And I found all these. And I posted the pictures on my social media. I found all these beautiful cannas as the sun was coming up. And we uh, stumbled onto this amazing sculpture of St. George uh, killing a dragon. It was 
you know, and, and some some other uh, art in the city. And, you know, just to get that extra 20 minutes as the sun was coming up was, was really wonderful. And we hightailed it back to the hotel and then off to our adventure of, like I said, Croatia to Frankfurt to D.C. to Pittsburgh. Uh, a lot of flying. Talk to me about this next trip. we got about a minute or so to the break, and we just have a call on the line. So why don't we just dedicate to give people that missed out on Croatia a chance to head with you on your next trip? Yeah, sounds good. You know, I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica. Uh, as I said, I only have seven seats left, which, you know, the trip's not till February. So people are ready to travel. Um, I, I want to give people an opportunity to, to come, you know, fill up those last seats. And as I said, it's, it's half price of traveling to Europe. All those trips that I uh, went to Europe, uh, this one's the, the cheapest I've ever had. And, and it's just an exploration of the country, you know, of, of just flora and fauna, uh, it, it's a absolutely beautiful and safe country, uh, and the cloud forest <laughs> is amazing. As I said, I, I want to see who's going to do that zip line. It's this long zip line. Yes, it's safe, and uh, people do it all the time, but that, that's not for me. And you know, there's there's a kayak excursion which I'm going to enjoy to be on flat water, not up in the, in the trees. There's lots of up in the trees and looking at birds, looking at butterflies, and I have a complete webinar. Uh, at dogoster.com that it shows every stop and what we're doing and where we're staying. And one of the things about traveling with this company, Colette, that I've been traveling with for since 2015, you get this amazing tour manager who knows everything and takes you everywhere and, and tells you where to eat. And it's just the easiest way to travel. You can see all the information at dogoster.com. You know zipline, but you did take an incline, I saw. How cool was that? <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny in Croatia. They had what they say is the world's smallest incline, and so I had to get a video of that since you know we have our own incline here. But yeah, it takes about a minute uh, to get up to the top of the town. So <laughs> that, that was kind of fun. Hey, last, last thing before the break, uh, tell me about you and uh, Mr. Countryman. What are you going to talk about today, David Tree? You know, we're talking all about uh, plant care health, and even though the weather has been great for us in our flower, vegetable, and container gardens, it hasn't necessarily been the best thing for for the trees. And so he's got a lot to talk about, about what's going on underneath the soil with these trees and what to look for. And so I'm looking forward to picking his brain a little bit about what's going on out in the landscape. Yeah, and Fred Mount Lebanon has a question about a dogwood tree. So stay where you're at, and uh, as soon as uh, Doug and Eric take care of some business in that final segment, we're going to open the phones up, and we'll give you a chance to talk about trees. So if you have a tree question, I highly urge you to grab one of these available lines right now at 866-391-1020. Doug, a little extra time here. Han Nursery later today. Big day. Yeah, 12 to 3. Come to Han Nursery and Ross. I'm going to help you shop, and I'm going to help you find some, some deals uh, because there are lots of deals there. And, you know, there are even big, giant pepper plants that you could just stick right into a container now. And, again, cheap, and you'd have these beautiful peppers. I saw they brought in some new super hot peppers, scotch bonnet, and I'm, I'm trying to – oh, and the ghost pepper is, is there. You know, maybe we'll have a, a pepper eating contest, too. So 12 to 3 today at Han. Let me help you shop, answer your questions, hang out, talk gardening. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, and, and really, even though we're halfway through the summer, there are still a lot of great things that are sponsors and incredible savings right now, huh? Oh, definitely. You know, again, we get to this part of the season, and a lot of times people just stop planting. But if you've got space, you can get deals galore and, and get some plants in there 
And then when people come to visit the garden, you can just tell them, I got that for $7. I got that for $2. I got that for a buck, believe it or not. And it's coming back year after year. So, yeah, come see me today, 12 to 3 at Han Nursery. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we're going to break in here, and then Doug will come back, and Eric Countryman and him will spend a little time talking trees, Davy Trees. We are joined by Eric Countryman from the Davy Tree Expert Company. And, Eric, before we start talking about plant health care, I think we have a caller that wants to talk about dogwood trees. Okay. Hey, Fred, how are you? Hi, Rob. Yeah, I have a question. I have a dogwood uh, that's really doing well. Uh, When I moved into this house in 1992, it was uh, my height, and now it's about three times my height. My question is, the, the, it's it's been so it's the the growth down at the bottom near the ground level there are there are branches and limbs growing out and when it rains uh the, they're low to the ground and the the leaves are even touching the ground should i cut those low branches off i'm very reluctant to touch it well, well i mean i guess you could prune them off if you feel like you need to. Uh, them touching the ground is certainly not any sort of problem in terms of the health of the tree. Or, okay. um, But if it's a, a shape problem or it's getting in the way, it, it wouldn't hurt. Okay. No, I, I'm reluctant to touch it. I just really love it. And um, like I said, it, it, it's grown so much that the, uh, the, the branches are just shooting out. And like I said, that... They're, they're t- the leaves touch the ground on a heavy rain, but I just want. You know, and, and by the way, if I do uh, prune it, should I do it in the fall? Uh, it may, might be best to do it uh, generally, just when it's not in the growing season. Uh, but you know, you don't have to necessarily take the whole limbs off. You could just sort of shorten them a bit. You know, okay. kind of going back. Uh, you know, half a branch half the branch length to a good, you know, uh, branch collar and doing a proper snip on it could be enough to just reduce the weight and maybe it wouldn't sag quite so badly as well. Okay. Thank you very and much. And I was going to say, if you like the way it looks, I wouldn't bother. You know, as Eric said, if, if, it's, if the, the leaves touching the ground is not a, a disease issue, as long as you like the way it looks, you know, why not leave it as it is? All right, good. Thanks so much for your call. So, Eric, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're seeing out there with this weather. As I said, you know, the weather for a, a vegetable gardener and a flower gardener has been amazing, but what about for trees? You know, with, uh, with the weather we've seen this year and last year, and it, it, a lot of times with trees it's accumulation effect. It's not just a, you know, immediate spring or an immediate fall. It's uh, We've just seen such dr- dramatic swings. You know, lots of heat, lots of dry, then lots of wet, uh, and it's back and forth, back and forth. You know, mild winter that was really, you know, maybe not as firm, but definitely, you know, quite damp. It's just seeing a lot of root decline in even in established large trees, and uh, what it leads to is, you know, you get a hot, dry period. The roots get a little, a little burnt out, a little dry, and then suddenly it just rains, 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 and then they just rot right off. And I think that's what's leading a lot to sort of a you know, just sudden death in a lot of uh, established trees, established shrubs, and, and then a lot of that kind of tipping over 
where they're breaking off and falling over in, in storms, which we've seen quite a lot of this this year. Is there something we can do? Is there something we should look for in a tree uh, that, that might tell us that this is happening? Yeah, I mean, what you know, your big clue of root decline is, is crown decline. So you want to look uh, through the top of the tree, look at the ends. If you're, you know, you're missing a lot of leaves on the end of branches or the leaves are small or they're more limey green, uh, you know, the, when they're not supposed to be. You know, that could be a sign that the, the tree's not getting enough water um, and it's, uh, or it's, you know, just really quite stressed from the roots. Uh, this, the, the other, uh, I mean, what to do about it, you know, that can be a little bit trickier. And a lot of times that has to do with, um, you know, maybe the soil around your tree needs to be aerated. Um, that, you know, loosened up. A lot of times the compaction is so much worse with, you know, these hot, dry, you know, periods that can happen. And then even when things get really soggy, uh, you know, then they, they're not able to, the soils aren't able to drain. Uh, you, you, the best way is to sort of use some air tools or some uh, even, you know, drills and, and aerate the soil around uh, the bases of your trees and your shrubs just to try to get some air in there and dry things out and loosen things up. That sounds like a pro job to me. I, I do not want to be drilling holes in the bottom of my tree. I wouldn't know where to, in, not in the bottom of my tree, but in that soil out there. Is that something we should leave for the pros? Yeah, it probably is. Uh, it's, I, you know, it, it probably wouldn't hurt a whole bunch, but it's it's a hard job for sure. It's definitely not uh, not something that's, you know, easy to do just with uh, the tools you got around the house. It's especially, you know, good aeration or, you know, what we call radial trenching or uh, where we're, you know, mo- removing soil from the root system, you know, in a particular pattern to try to encourage better, more fibrous root growth. You know, those are done with very high pressure air tools uh, using really large compressor, air compressors. So it's definitely more of a pro job. And, of course, as we always talk about, it's important just to keep an eye on your trees, but even more so, why not have a certified arborist come out and then do a safety check and, and look at the trees? I am so glad I had an arborist from Davy Tree come out to my property because, he, again, I know, what I, I, I know what I'm supposed to be doing looking up, but I wasn't looking up, and he's looking up, and he's seeing all this stuff that needs to be done as soon as those oak trees go dormant. And so talk a little bit about what you do when you come out to us and assess a property. Yeah, I'm, I'm constantly driving my family crazy. As soon as I visit their home, I'm looking right up and, you know, <laughs> picking out all the problems. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we – you know, we arrive at the house. Our job is to yeah, do the looking up that people, you know, just don't often do. Uh, you know, a lot of times there's a, you know, you'll notice the branches hitting the roof, the branches getting close to the windows. But we see more than that. And, you know, we're kind of trained to see what branch structures look like. We're trained to look at the bases of the trees, looking for fungal issues, you know, maybe some signs of rot. There's, there's also just, uh, you know, insect issues that maybe go a little bit unnoticed at the early stages um, that we can catch. Uh, whereas, you know, by the time you might notice them, uh, yeah, it's pretty far along. You know, it's a pretty big problem. And, uh, you know, the solutions then are quite a bit greater. 
So that, those are the sort of things that we're, we're able to do. Well, I love the fact that you get invited to the family summer cookout, and you're, you're, you are looking up, and you're, you're giving uh, all your family a, a list of things that needs to be done. You're, you're seeing the aphids. You're seeing the, the branches that need to oh, go. Yeah. That, that sounds a little annoying, but uh, in a helpful <laughs> way, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'm currently actually in Ohio at my parents' visiting for the weekend and uh yeah they were very happy to have me here doing all kinds of tree trimming for them so <laughs> uh, real quick is this a time for fertilization or or we do not fertilize during uh midsummer uh very much depends on the type of fertilizer if you've got a good uh slow release uh well-built fertilizer then yeah this time is perfectly fine uh because that you know you got a fertilizer that's just going to slowly release over the course of, uh, you know, 12 months or a little longer, fantastic. If it's a uh, quick, you know, fast-release fertilizer, maybe not the best, particularly for, um, you, know, shrub, you know, trees and shrubs. But uh, the problem, it can be a problem if things get uh, drier, is just, you know, getting penetration into the soil. You know, if things are, or if it's quite waterlogged, kind of both ways. Uh, for, if you can't get it down into the soil, yeah, fertilization, particularly for established trees, you know, the root system is going to be, you know, six to eight inches down at the beginning. You know, it'll go deeper than that, but that's where they're absorbing a lot of nutrients. If you don't have an ability to get it that deep, uh, it may not uh, really do much for you. All right, Eric, hang in there during the break. Uh, maybe mommy can make you some breakfast, and uh, we'll get back <laughs> to you after the break. For more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to Davy.com slash KDKA. And remember, you can always call the experts like Eric from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. We'll come back, Doug, and Eric will take some of your phone calls. And we're going to begin with Louise, who has a tree question. We also have John, Mary, and Anna on the line as well. We'll try to get to all of you before the top of the hour. All right, time for just one quick call before the top of the hour. The hour has just flown by. We have about five minutes left in this segment. Here is Louise on KDKA's uh, The Organic Gardener. Hi, Louise. What's your question? Hi. Good morning. My son planted two small spruce trees, and over the years they grew beautifully. Now, unfortunately, my husband sprayed weed killer around the bases of the trees, and now the lower branches are dead. Is there anything I can do to save these trees? Gentlemen, what do you think, Eric? If it's just a few lower branches, you might be in luck that the rest of the tree will be okay. I would suggest pruning those off. Um, you know, they, they won't recover. If they really have died off, you know, they won't recover. Now, the other thing is... It, uh, uh, it would probably be a good idea to get an arborist to look at it. Spruce trees can have some other problems that it might look like it was the weed killer, but it could have been some sort of fungal issue or something else because there, there are some uh, like um, needle, uh, Rhizosphere needle cast or Cytospora canker, which are two fungal diseases that do kind of start at the bottom and work their way up. So it's uh, maybe not a bad idea to get somebody to take a look at that. All right. Don't forget, don't forget that a, a certified arborist will for free and take a look at that. Uh, let me just throw the number up there real quick. Uh, 855-982-TREE or 855-982-8733. Uh, 
we'll get you an arborist out there that can tell you for sure. You know, it's hard to diagnose this stuff uh, just over the phone, right, Eric? It, yeah, especially something like that where you're just hearing, well, it's dying at the bottom. It's like my mind immediately races to six or seven things. You know, you just you, you need to get a look at it. So, uh, you know, we would need to really see it. But one thing, and this is the second call I've had where people are putting weed killer underneath a tree or a bush. You have to be careful with that. I mean, the weed killer is going to kill the weeds, but it could negatively affect the tree. Yeah, anything that that weed killer you know gets sprayed on, especially any sort of leaves or needles. I mean, it, that's what it's designed to do: absorb and and kill. All right, uh, I'm going to be at the Han Nursery today, Eric, from 12 to 3. Can people buy a tree this time of the year and plant it? Yeah, you certainly can. Just again, want to make sure you're you're digging a big enough hole so that and loosening up that soil around the base of it so it's got room to root and just got to be real diligent with the watering. So when we mean diligent, you know, we get a couple 90 degree days, but then the weather's going to break. Just keep that soil evenly moist until things get cooler. Yep. That's exactly right. You know, uh, you, you, there is, uh, you know, with trees, it, we usually say, you know, deep and slow and infrequent. But if it's 90 degrees, you, they're going to need some help. So uh, giving them a good drink in the morning is, is not a bad idea. All right, I'm putting you on the spot real quick. Got about 30 seconds left. What is a tree that somebody should plant that isn't getting planted very often in the, in the landscape nowadays that you love? Uh, well, it's it's I guess this one's a little uh, little rare, but it's called Stewardia or uh, Persian ironwood. It's uh, you know maybe a little bit ornamental. It doesn't get really large, but they it's a beautiful shape. They're really strong, healthy trees, and they have this really cool calico bark. Looks really great in the winter too. All right, Eric. As always, thank you so much. Enjoy your time with your parents. We'll talk to you next time. And to call the experts from Davy Tree, just go. Just give them a call at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. I'm answering questions after the show. If we didn't get to your questions, just go to DougOster.com. Today I will be at Han Nursery from 12 to 3 helping you shop. Come with me to Costa Rica in February. That's all at DougOster.com. We ready to wrap it up, Rob? Yes, sir. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. Fifteen seconds left. The one question is always asked when somebody gets back from vacation to determine whether or not it's a good vacation. Croatia, could you live there? Definitely. <laughs> okay. I guess it was a great vacation then. It was wonderful. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.